Was his bike on for that? Yep. <laughs> Whacking that thing around. <laughs> Hold on. Whacking that thing okay, around. Okay, do you believe that's me? Yeah. Okay. Is that not you? I don't I don't think it's Ed. He doesn't think it's me. Really? I think I think if somebody else said it. It was from a Henderson <laughs> Silver Knights call from like three years ago. First year in the Silver Knights. I, I don't know if it was Ed. Ed's, Ed was an uh, actor growing up. He can mimic voices. <laughs> You, know, you you made voices when you were a kid? I did the same thing with SNL. Uh, child actor. Were you? Yeah. What? What? How? Tell me everything. Uh, plays, uh, yeah. one afternoon special. Uh, Commercials? Uh, no. Plays, read, read for parts mm. in films. What was your biggest uh, role? That I got or I didn't get? That you got. What do you mean that? No, I no. Didn't ask him get? about the one he didn't get. No, I want to ask you about the biggest role you got first, then so you can tell me about the ones he didn't get. Afternoon special. I had a couple lines. Cam, we gonna, Cam, we gonna be okay. okay. I was a, we were two kids of parents getting divorced. Cam, we gonna be okay. Oh, inner, inner family strife, mature themes. <laughs> okay. What, uh, what's the one you didn't get? Uh, read for uh, the champ with John Voight. With the John Voight, no. like the actual, okay. Just read for This it. is pre-National um, Treasure, so before the big fame for him, The right? big fame. <laughs> well, Tyler and I are big National Treasure guys. I love that you movie. you love that movie? I love it. I think it's brilliant. I really want them to do a third one. I, I think know. it's in the works. I know. Anything with his history woven into it, I'm all in on it. Yeah. I'm all in on it. I've always been obsessed. I watch way too many war documentaries with my dad growing up and Godfather and yes. all that stuff. And so I'm fascinated by it. I love it. I just I want him more than anything to do a third. You're watch, Tyler watches a, a show on it. The series on Disney the Plus. The series. Okay. All Have right. you seen I that? start I started it and then I think I got distracted and I haven't gone back to it's it. It's not the greatest. Um the the thing that annoyed me the most though is I watched the whole thing last week. Got you binged it? Got through 9 episodes and then it just ended like it wasn't the end of the show and I realized, "Oh, they're they're releasing these every week, and the tenth one comes out this week. I was very annoyed by that. Is this is this a series? Yeah, yeah. It's a different season. Yeah, series. it's like it's centered around a young lady, and I don't know how she's related, or maybe it's a different family entirely. Different family entirely. But yeah, yeah, it's very similar themes. Right. We have to make sure that dad and grandpa's life wasn't worth nothing because they weren't able yeah. to figure out the secret i will figure out the secret is this the first season yes 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 doing okay. it for the family. i want the movies though i oh, want yeah. diane kruger back yeah. i want nick cage I want what's his face from hangover who plays doug the one they leave on the on the roof that guy i don't that know guy. what his name is but yeah. i know who you're talking yeah. about exactly that guy he's in the series is he, he, makes is he? A, he makes maybe a maybe it's his daughter no, it's not. Oh, it's not. Never mind. He's unrelated. He's to worthless in, in those movies too. Why is he always the side piece that gets lost? He's always that. He got typecast. He's comic relief. Yeah, I tried out for How the Grinch Stole Christmas at the Children's Theater for Cindy Lou Who, and I get such bad stage fright. It's even in front How of old groups were of you? people. Um, probably like nine or ten, and we had to, they like lined us up and we had to sing, and I was okay. just not about that life. I couldn't do it. My top moment might have been Aladdin, and his Aladdin and his <gasps> wonderful lamp. Yeah, yeah. I was in that play too. I was Were the you? genie. Yep, I was the nice. genie. And then I had a costume change that I forgot to make, even though my mom bought two separate costumes. And I'll never forget it because it was one of the first experiences that I had where I noticed things were different for me because I was a girl. Because the genie costume was, you know, these these puffy pants. It was mm -hmm. just, you know, very very Arabic themed, and it had a vest. 
was like, yeah. oh, I just wear the vest. I wear nothing but the vest. That's what the genie was like. Why? Little Aladdin does the same thing. You have to wear a shirt under. I'm like, why? You can't just wear the vest. I'm like, this is garbage. <laughs> this is, I, I, the, this integrity, is what you got mad at? the integrity of the performance must be upheld. Yeah, that's what I got pissed at. And then. <laughs> Like I said, it even changed into the outfit. And I think I, cause I think one, I was a belly dancer than the genie. I was a full, full, I was everything. <laughs> How many people were in this play? Just you? <laughs> a lot. This, it was during summer camp. So I'd always get dropped off cause my mom and my grandma worked. And so they put me in a ton of stuff just to make sure I run off, ran off energy. And I remember I had like the belly dancer outfit and it had like a face shield, but it wasn't a shield. It was like just a little, I don't know, it was a bandana that you put over your mouth. And then I didn't like that. So I put it up over my head. And so I just, yes. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I tanked it. Cause I was so mad. I couldn't wear Playing my vest without a shirt on. Oh. I was like, what is this garbage? Playing against the rules. Yep. I think you did a one man show of Aladdin is what I'm getting from this. <laughs> maybe won't be the first time. I'm an only <laughs> child. You have to have a very active imagination. Were you a ventriloquist as well? Uh, I tried to be, I mean, it's hard because you, I don't know how those people talk as clearly as they're able to do it without having the full range of being able to form words and everything. But after the stitch impression, I can do, you know, I got to do my accents and stuff. I can sing the chipmunks Christmas song, all that stuff. And so someday stardom will approach us and then it'll probably take a hard left turn because they're like, not her. Yeah. Both of you can be in a play together. We Ed, rekindle. Yes. Oh my God! Can we do a two-person two-person play? play? That would for be content. Awesome. I would literally love it. That would be awesome. <gasps> I smell a sponsorship opportunity. Really? I think we could. I think <laughs> really? it'd be hilarious. We yeah. could sell it. Hell yeah, we could. Who wouldn't want to really? come to our show? Ed Graney and Lindsey really? Brown, a two-person show. What are we going? We could do it like from Chicago and all that jazz. You know, I some skirts. It. I got it. <laughs> I think you need to write a national treasure musical instead. Oh, oh, oh. could you great. imagine? That would be great. We could do number three. The usage of We've the stage. We've all been waiting around for number three. Oh, we could just get a head start on it. Inspired by not true events, but true people. Could you convince? <laughs> could you convince Nick Cage who? Is around uh, he, here a lot. He, yeah, I was, He's around here a lot. Well, I know his son's named Kalel, and so maybe if I just say how, how's Kalel, because he named his son after Superman's. Why do you know I every famous person's kid's name? I don't. Every time a famous person gets brought up, you're like, oh yeah, they named their kids blank. You know every single know. one of them. It's so weird. What's Why in my do you brain. know that? I don't know. It just sticks in there. I wish like other things Kal like how do you even the spell ordering Kal for this show. It's like you K A L. Knew all of Brady's kids. Yeah, I did know Brady's kids. Now he's divorced. How do you even learn those things? I don't know, Tyler. You I search just, their Wikipedia? No, well, sometimes I did that. I read a lot of, I re, well, sometimes I'll go down rabbit holes and I'll just find something and I'll read everything on the Wikipedia and then you just start clicking on the links of other related things. You're like, oh, let's talk about the Tudor dynasty. Oh, let's find out like Anne Boleyn's family tree. And you're like, oh, like, let's look at Leeds back in the day. And you just start going all over the place and stuff well, sticks in. You're all over the place, the, oh, all right. Oh, you're yeah, all over the place. And all that jazz. There's you no and me. No you question. and me. There's no question oh, you're all over the place. God. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about? Sports? Well, we'll talk about Derek Carr in a minute. Okay. Um, let's talk about the dad's trip for the Golden Knights. <gasps> yes, let's. You, you guys believe in the dad power of the dad's trip? Absolutely. Because the Golden Knights, all time, are now 6-0-1 on dad trip games, which is when all the dads go to a couple road trip games and hang out with their kids. Last night was a dad trips game, and they won. And tomorrow, or tomorrow in Minnesota will be the second game of the dad's trip. 
Um, they're six zero and one all time. Why is Bill Foley not paying for the dads to be at every game? It's too busy buying soccer teams. Maybe he needs the dads to go to those games. That's they right. Can't he win. needs to put the dads on a plane right now. Yeah. And get over to get over across the pond and uh, start cheering for them. Bournemouth is struggling. Team yeah, ever relegated. since he bought him. Yeah. Did they struggle before? Well, they, they, weren't well, they, they weren't very good before yeah. he bought him because that's probably the reason that's the one he bought. But they had won a game before, and since he bought them, they have not won a yeah. game yet. It's kind of perfect timing, though, with everything like we were talking about earlier in the show of how much they've had to go through these last couple weeks and the levity that was necessary, be that because of vacation. But then you come back, you kind of have it where you're with dad, it's familiar, but he has that little bit of, of a special time that's underlying everything that they're doing. And so I think you're just a little bit looser. You're a little bit more appreciative of where you are, where you've been and what you have. And maybe that helps you play hockey a little bit more relaxed. Did you guys see the intermission show? Yesterday? Yeah. I think it was the end of the first period. No. Uh, Ashley Vice, the sideline reporter, talked to Aiden Hill's dad. Yeah. Aiden Hill's dad designs his goalie masks. That's cool. Is really? he a painter, too, or is he well, just do, does the designs? Well, she asked him, like, where's this come from? And he was like, well, both my parents were artists, but I'm not much of an artist. And yeah. she's holding his mask, and she's like, what are you talking about? You did yeah. this. That's super cool. But he was very... Like humble and vague about what he does art wise. I'm was, sure he was like, yeah. ah, I'm not very good. Typical, at it. typical yeah. hockey. Because she was like, Do you paint? And he's like, Ah, I'm not very good. I dabble. Yeah. And it's the guy's probably the great artist. He's probably true. Goalie masks are so cool. Right. Because that's not even that's not even just like, oh, I bought a canvas and painted a picture of the scenery. Right. He designed a goalie mask. It's a very specific art right. form. Do you want me to get you really mad? Oh. I'll stand for it. I know it's coming. I'm going to stand for it. I'm starting to sweat already. I'm already agitated. I think it's completely overrated. What is? This weirdness about these goalie masks. What do you mean the weirdness? Like people tweeting them out and getting excited about it. People like lose their minds over these things. I don't lose your mind, but I think it's just a really cool way for individualization to be on display in a sport that literally beats it out of you from a very young age. You haven't seen my goalie mask, have you? I... Have you not. have yet oh, to be inspired to not. a level. You want Aiden Hill's dad? You want to talk about somebody who knows how to design a mask? Yours truly. It was just one time. You designed it yourself? I designed it myself. I walked through the entire process. Now, did I do it myself? No. I paid Miska Masks, who's one of the best painters in the business, um, to do it. But I, my senior season, my I wasn't planning to get a new mask, but it broke because I got hit too many times in the face. And it's Game of Thrones themed. And so I have Daenerys Targaryen on one side, and then I have the Iron Throne on the other, and there's like a drag. It's sick. It's the best thing. <laughs> it's at the house. Yeah, I got. Yeah, it's at the house. I got pictures of it. If if I'll probably bring it in studio at some point. My last spot, I just had it in studio the entire time, and then that just was wear it. While you're I doing could. It, yeah. I've done it before. I go to Chipotle in it sometimes just for fun to see how people look. But those poor people at Chipotle. Yeah. Well, you know all that jazz. <laughs> At least you're giving them a warning ahead of time. Yeah. This is not going to no, be No, I got the mask encounter. on because I like binged it that whole summer. At least I caught up to the, f- I think it was season four at that time. And I got the mask done. And then I remember turning in topics for my senior thesis that I was going to write about um, mascots in, in, in college and in sports and stuff like about the Fighting Sioux logo, about the Washington Commanders right. logo and all that. They're like, that's kind of, that's all right. And I put it, I was like, Game of Thrones female modes of power. They're like, write that. And so all of a sudden my whole life became Game of Thrones that she was on my own. It was great. Did you ever play in North Dakota? Yeah. 
I played at Ralph. You played in it. I played at Ralph. I played at played at Ralph before they Ralph. You played before they became the Hawks. Before and granted, I think that's one of the. I want to be careful about this because. I think it's one of the best logos that's ever existed, but it doesn't matter because if it depicts people in a way that isn't respectful, it shouldn't be a thing. And so, but Ralph he was, was something though. He, I visited Ralph, that. and he was so intent on making sure that that legacy stayed there. He had golden Sioux plates in the floor, like they, that logo was in every cranny yeah. it could be at every corner of the door on everything because they'd have to spend a fortune to take it out. And he thought that would have been enough, but it wasn't. Yeah, that organ from Belgium. Yep. Unbelievable arena. Uh, I think they put us in Oregon from Belgium. Yeah, a ba- it, it was one of the most amazing arenas I've ever been in. They didn't put us in a hockey locker room. They put us like in a probably a basketball locker room, and then they put up you know the little sheets, and they give you right. like metal chairs. Wasn't the greatest. Same at um, Wisconsin, whatever their arena. You're lucky is. you got chairs. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> Those ladies just need to stand. But you want to wear to a shirt the time. under your vest too? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't believe I told you guys. That. Coming up next here on ESPN Las Vegas, <laughs> it's Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's Briefs. Dude, I'm not going to cave in. End of story, dude. Bischoff's Briefs. Dude, 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 dude. Bischoff's Briefs. Dude. Bischoff's Briefs. I guess you've got a point there. So in the background of us talking about Derek Carr for the next 10 minutes or so, Lindsay might be trying to cry. She's trying to force herself to cry by squeezing her eyes together. I'm convinced I missed my chance at stardom, and so we're testing all of our acting skills. Do I not have a tear on my face right now? Do I not have a tear? Your voice is trembling. There's a glisten, isn't there? (laughs) You got to try my trick. Ready? And nobody yeah. can see. No. That. Oh, there's a bee. Can oh my god, it. you have a tear! I'm doing it! You're doing I'm it! I'm doing it! Oh my god! So How Lindsay, did you do that? Lindsay is crying on command. <sighs> this is weird. That's a weird we noise to make in celebration. Well, um, I, uh, <laughs> you wet the finger and put it underneath. No, I did not. No, I did no, not. No, that's what you do, though. That's Ed's move. No, I'm just gonna do it. do it. I just fake it till you make it, baby. Oh my god, there's still the yep. tears are still coming out. What is? <sighs> This is weird. You look well, sad. Do you want to? Do you guys want to know something really messed up? Where I learned. Uh, well, we've kind of gotten that point already. <laughs> so I discovered as a as a child that I could turn off being ticklish. Like I could be ticklish one second, and then I'd be like, "You're not ticklish anymore." And then people would try to. I'm like, I feel nothing. And I learned that <laughs> it's called disassociation. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. That's. <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't know. I just like, I can, I can turn, I don't know. It's weird because sometimes Sensation, I, you can turn sensations off. But it's, it's weird because I'm hypersensitive, but that's where I, I've developed the ability for, through hockey, to be honest, to be like, you don't feel anything. You just got to keep going. And then it just goes in the back of your mind and you're, it might still hurt or whatever, but you're just kind of like, you move on from it. So there's certain sensations that I can just completely turn down and apparently cry on command. Your voice Man. is still trembling. It's like you're actually. Did we do something? Strange. It's like you're actually sad. No, you didn't have still to say anything mean or nice to me, depending on the day. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I'm sorry. I've come. It's the Super Bowl week. We do not it's even getting talk worse. about this. I know. Well, now it's going. Now she can't now stop. You, now you I, can't that's stop the, crying. That's, that's the bit. 
No, Nothing. Nothing's uh, ever 100% under your control. I got to read you a message from a listener who said, uh, discussed a Broadway musical to NHL back to Broadway. Quite the transitions today. <laughs> Can you send I, me that? I said, only possible with Lindsay. And he said, it's very enjoyable when she's uh, on. Yay! I'm excited because yeah. you had that promo last week where Were somebody actually... called me a drunk frat girl. I'm like, that's an interesting way to say you don't like my presence. You for replayed that, I saw. Oh, a lot. Yeah, you a lot. Well, I made an Instagram you, out of it, yeah, and then I played it over and at over. At the end, he said, "I love her." I know that's I love I love it. And then he so called much. Ashley again. I know that it, it's it's a dumpster fire of uh, backhanded compliment. It's probably one of the best pieces of audio I've ever heard in my life. Because <laughs> he he can't even figure out how he feels, and that that that's what I'm trying to do. I'm oh. trying to be a disruptor. He needs to go into a dark house for he four does. Days. Yeah, you need to figure out those feels. You got to feel those lings. I gotta give the golf club, dude. Ed is this is like the most impressed. I Ed mean, has I, been. I, I why? Because I'm still sobbing. You're literally they're yeah. real tears. I got snot going on too. It's great. I gotta go fake tears all the time, and oh. you're going real tears. I I am a really good actor. You are. This is impressive. I'm a performer. I am gonna do a two two person play with you. I have a. I'll just have you cry the whole time. I don't, I, oh, I don't think she's acting. I think she might actually be sad about something. I don't think so. Maybe I am. Did I say something? No, I had a good day yesterday. I was like very, I was very like, rom- I, I romanticize my life a lot. I try to do that because I think it goes by so fast and it's always weirder to do yeah. it when it's behind you. And so you're just like, this is my life. This song is playing. You're like, the universe is lining up. The math, like the Bo Horvat math, same stuff. This so, does not sound like math. <laughs> well, it's just like when certain signs point you into feeling good or that it's a good day or that things are going in your favor. Like you can kind of manipulate yourself into that. And so, so you were crying yesterday. I don't know. I, but my, my eyes are watering a lot. So I don't know. People always say I'm not crying. My eyes are just watering. Like that's literally crying. <laughs> but it's all good. I feel great. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that I was able to do that on command. You said uh, that you're impressive. impressed, so I, I, not, I'm going to play that over and over because when I get compliments from Ed, it just yeah, feels I'm like impressed. a different. That's amazing. I, I'm a, thank I, you. I, <laughs> I'm stunned. <laughs> not no, I, I guess I shouldn't because you're extremely talented. But I, but the crying on cue is, yeah. is taking it to a new level now. I have one of my leftover report cards, so they they have it right in written down where I used to run around and just say I'm an actress. <laughs> Okay, more importantly, you still have a report card? I, I keep things. You know that I keep things. But how many? I don't know, but it's my preschool. Pre- I'll bring it in no, literally tomorrow. preschool? Yeah, I have my like, preschool. Yeah, they it's, write it's, she's here. An it's, it's, it's in my apartment right now. Like you have it framed or something? No, it's just in a shoebox with a bunch of cards that I got like four years ago. And then other things that were probably in my car when I had to say goodbye to Gail when she had to be put out to pasture. And so I don't throw away anything because you never know when something's important. Wow. So I just... The hoarder gene. I don't think your preschool report card is going to be important. It is though, because it came out today. You you brought it up exactly. No, it's not like we, it's not like it just came. <laughs> you brought it up. I know, but that's where just like stuff pops in my head. I'm like, oh, this this little nugget of information would fit this conversation in and some weird way. And this is the preschool teacher writing. She's an actress. No, I no. proclaimed oh, myself. You proclaimed yourself. Yes, an I, I I'm an actress. Yep. <laughs> And 25 years later, she learned she can cry on command. Oh, no, I've known that for a long time. But end scene. Sports! I don't think we're getting into sports. We've gone off the deep end. I'm sorry. There's no, there's no swimming like back from here. Yelled at. I don't want you guys to get yelled at. By who? Who? I don't know. The powers, Who's listening? The, the powers that be. <laughs> Come on. 
The powers that be. Lindsay, the, the show, powers that be are down in Arizona. The show is better when we don't talk about sports. Yes. Really? I mean, yeah. yes, we need well, to talk boy, about sports. Boy, do I have sports. a brand for you. We need to talk about sports, sports to some degree. Kind of. Right. But the show is better when we don't yeah. talk about sports for three straight hours. Right I on. mean, I might not go home today and say, eh. Yeah. I might get asked. Yeah. You might go the with show? a solid. I'm gonna say it's solid. Yeah. It was a That's solid what show. When she asked no, me. I'm Ed, gonna say Ed's going home show. and is like, oh, if I could have cried on command like Lindsay, <laughs> I would have gotten that <laughs> right. Part. Yes, that gonna... Schroeder kid killed. Me. We could have been Mary Poppins, Ed, Emily Blunt. Oh. She could have just taken. It. I could have been Mary Poppins. Yes. You could have been Bert Lin Manuel. Yep. Who needs them? <laughs> Who needs them? Oh, Sweeney Todd, Johnny Depp. Who needs them? Sweeney Todd's a hell of a musical. Have you seen it? No, no. you definitely haven't seen it. No. Ed? Sweeney Todd, sure. Oh, good. This is, see, we opened up a whole new vein. I'm going to be able to talk musicals with Ed. Yes! I'm trying to think if I've even seen a musical. Really? I, pretty, I think I went to one at the Smith Center, but I can't remember what it you was. You need to see Grease? I can't remember. Grease? No. What? I don't think I've seen a musical. What? I don't, Have you seen the Book of Mormon? No. Oh, I, I've heard I need that's very to. funny. Very funny. I feel like that's yeah. a good entrance Very for the funny. musical world for you. Okay. <laughs> I just like, I like weird musicals. I like, I don't know. They're all Moulin, weird. Moulin Rouge is like an acid trip. I love that movie. Okay. I love that movie. Anyways. Coming up next on ESPN Las Vegas, Andy, Andy Yamashita joins the show. <laughs> good luck, Andy. You couldn't draw it up better. You know, if you're like, hey, if you want to get, you know, revenge on something from last year. You know, this is probably the way to do it. So, uh, two point play, same spot in the end zone, same everything. Defensive lineman jumping in the air, but this time uh, they didn't touch it. You're sitting in the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Follow them on Twitter at Ed Graney and Bischoff underscore Tyler. Joining us now from the Review Journal is Andy Yamashita. Andy, do you have a call you've got to run to at 12 30? Uh, no, I don't think. All right. So before we, before we get into the aces and Dierica Hamby, I, I did have just sort of a clarification question. Your question got cut off when you started to ask about Dierica Hamby, but I know that wasn't like the very beginning of the press conference. Did the aces answer any questions earlier in the press conference about Dierica Hamby? Um, the press conference started with a kind of broad statement from Aces President Mickey Fargus, which we've kind of been told is their statement, but Andy was never mentioned by name or the WNBPA. So it was so the first time Hamby's name was brought up in a question was when you started to ask it, and it got cut off, and they said Nikki Fargus had to leave to go join a different call. That is correct. Okay. Can you join a different call when you remain on the Zoom? <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm not really a technology guy, but you know. <laughs> so, uh, Andy, what do you what do you make of this? Obviously, Dierica Hamby has some accusations for the Aces. They they didn't make a public statement to deny it or say they were going to participate in the investigation or anything. And then when they have their first sort of press conference, first sort of you know public media availability. The first time they get asked about Dierica Hamby, it's sort of awkwardly shut down and cut off. Like, what do you make of it, and why would the Aces be handling it this way? Well, for the second part of that question, I, I, I can't, I can't say. Um, you know, I think there were basketball reasons to move on from Dierica Hamby. She was coming off a difficult season, even though she wasn't All Star. 
obviously there were some few questions. Hamby herself insists she's going to play this season and play the whole season. So maybe the Aces didn't believe she would be ready by the time by the time that the regular season came around. But at the same time, some of the things that Hamby says happened, which you know you're inclined to believe until someone proves otherwise, especially as the Aces kind of silence on the issue continues. It's it's poor treatment of a of any player, but a player who was the longest tenured player on this roster last season and was a player whose time in Las Vegas has consistently been defined by sacrifices. This is a player who came off the bench for Bill Lambeer for years when she could have been starting almost any other team. This is a player who sacrificed her role at the end of last year to help them win a championship. So it's it's a bad look for the optics. I think that one thing that Mickey Fargus did touch on a little bit was that trades happen, and I think that everyone understands that. That's not the issue that fans or that Dierka Hamby even had. Dierka Hamby even mentioned in her statement that, you know, getting traded is part of this business, but it's it's the way that they treated her out the door that Hamby had a problem with and that she felt she had to speak on. I think one of the things she talked about during her Sparks introductory statement was that during her Sparks introductory press conference was that she felt like she had to speak up because she's been very public about being a mother and a professional athlete. And if this could happen to her, it could happen to anyone. And she didn't want to believe that if she didn't say anything, that it would. All right. Do you think they continue with uh, how they've handled this? Because there will be more availability coming up. I don't know. I, I think that they, again, after the, after the press conference, we were kind of told that that was going to be their statement. But again, no mention of Hamby, no mention of whether they're even cooperating with the WMBPA, who said that they wanted a cohesive, not cohesive, uh, a complete like investigation of, of the situation to make sure that Hamby's rights under the CBA and under, they even said in the statement, state and federal law weren't violated. So we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of questions around this, and I don't think that they were answered uh, clearly. I mean, my question wasn't answered at the at the press conference. So, uh, this morning, Howard Begdahl broke a story saying that the Aces are now under investigation for salary cap circumvention, and the suggestion is that they have uh, agreed to deals with players to pay them less than they probably would have gotten, but they've had some sort of third party sponsor or some third-party company that was going to then pay them uh, extra money on top of what their salary was, which is against the rules of the salary cap. Um, How are things going so poorly for the team that just won the WNBA title and was widely regarded as like a a great feel-good story in Las Vegas sports? Well, I mean, obviously they've got another team in the WNBA Backing up the New York Liberty, picking up two MVPs in one offseason, probably put the pressure on them to feel like they had to turn around this roster. I mean, I'm just kind of seeing the, the Meg Doll thing, too. And, you know, um, obviously the Aces have had a lot of players take less than market value contracts, not even just Candace Parker, but. You've got 
pretty much every player who renewed their contract last year, including Hamby, had signed that under what people considered market value. You had a couple players who could have pursued max contracts if they really wanted them, but took less so that they could keep this core together. Obviously, part of this, too, is the just restrictive nature of the WNBA salary cap. Most teams don't even carry full rosters because they can't really afford to. There's no... This isn't like the uh, NBA where you can break the the soft cap and continue to just rack up luxury tax while you pay for your roster. This is a pretty restrictive thing. You know, people talk about adding more teams just to get more roster spots, but one big play would be just to increase the salary cap so teams can even afford to, uh, to fill out their roster completely. You know, they talk about the 144 roster spots in the league, most teams don't even carry the full 12. So, so it's, it's kind of fighting with that whole restriction, but, you know, this is the difficulty of building a competitive roster in this league, and if you want to keep up with teams like the Liberty, you had to make moves, you had to make decisions, and clearly some things haven't worked out for the ages. Uh, we know what her career is and what she's done, but uh, where does Candace Parker fit? I think she fits in this lineup. I mean, Becky Hammond's always kind of been moving away from, I guess, positional or traditional positions. I think you saw it a little bit last year when she tried to start Erica for the first half of the year. They were kind of one of the more positionless teams in the league. Candace probably fits in just with her shooting, and she talked a lot about coming in and just finding her role and not, you know, She's a two-time MVP, but she also seemed to have a good understanding of the fact that she's not obviously as young as she was when she won those MVPs. She'll be playing with the reigning MVP and defensive player of the year in Asia Wilson. I think there's potential to, to make something really interesting here. I think the question is, who do you put in that traditional center position defensively? Asia kind of thrives more when she was playing off of Kia Stokes and they let her kind of roam and take advantage of her own athleticism around the court on defense. And the question is, you know, can you throw Candace in that, that center spot defensively and she's going to hold up just uh, for the whole season? Not not because she's a bad defender. She's also a former defensive player of the year, but just at, at, at her age. So I think, again, on the court, basketball-wise, there are a ton of options and interesting ways that this Aces team looks. Alicia Clark is a former unanimous first-team all-defensive player and until last season shot the three extremely well. So, I mean, they have a lot of options with this roster, assuming that, you know, they get on the court <laughs> Well, he is Andy Amashta from the Review Journal. Andy, we appreciate your time this Thanks, morning. Andy. Appreciate it. Yep. Talk to you guys later. See you. So there's Andy on the Aces in the WNBA, who are now uh, under two different investigations. Unless the Dierica Hamby one evolved into the salary cap circumvention one, which is entirely possible at this point. Well, do they have to cooperate with the Players Association? I think they'd have to cooperate with the league. I assume you have uh, to cooperate with, with both the player association them. if they're if they're investigating the Derek Hambry yeah. and it's not the league office. I assume you have to cooperate with both of them. Okay, like that's the whole point of the players association right. is to cooperate with the team. So you so. were bringing people together. Yeah, the league.
the Players Association. <laughs> Las at the Vegas, same time. The Aces are bringing people hey, together. Those bonds are forged somewhere. By getting investigated hey. twice in the yeah, same offseason. Same offseason in a little matter of two weeks. Unfortunate circumstances. All right. We got more tickets to give away. The Golden Knights take on the Tampa Bay Lightning on February 18th. And if you want to go, call in now. 702-364-1100. We'll have two tickets for you for Golden Knights Lightning on February 18th. Caller number eight right now at 702-364-1100. This is the Press Box. I just want to say... um. Uh, thank you to the Laker faithful. Um, you guys are one of a kind. Um, to be able to be in the presence of such a legend and great as Kareem, it, it means so much to me. It's very humbling. Um, please give a standing ovation to the to the captain, please. Um, to my beautiful wife, my daughter, my two boys, my friends, my boys, my family, my mother, all my... Man, everybody that's ever been a part of this run with me the last 20 years, 20 plus years, I just want to say I thank you so much because I wouldn't be me without y'all. All y'all help, all y'all passion, all y'all sacrifices helped me get to this point. And to the NBA, to Adam Silver, to the late great David Stern, I thank you guys so much for allowing me to be a part of something I've always dreamed about. And um, I-, I would never, ever, in a million years. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't know if there's any dumb button here, but LeBron overcome by emotion and get a little FCC action on the way out. <laughs> Had to dump the F-bomb from LeBron. Should have played it. Would have been fine. Um, would you be petty and not show up for that no, game if you're Kareem? I, I'm going to say no because I know your answer. You would not show up if you were Kareem. You would not show up. This I would shocks show up. no one. I know. Depends, on a cu- depends on a couple things. Number one, how much do I like the guy breaking my record? Right? Like if I if it's like, oh, I'm friends with him or even just. Do you like him? Res- yeah. Respect him. I'd probably show up if I liked the guy. Now, if I despised him, if he did something and I was like, oh, I hate that Or guy. he had ripped you taking shots. Yeah, oh, not showing up. If it was like a Paul Pierce, Ray Allen situation, right, you're not yeah. going. We're not showing right. up for okay. that. Um, the other key question would be like, how much, how much is my self-worth built upon that record? And I don't think for Kareem, his self-worth is built upon having no. the most points no. in NBA no. history. So I think that makes it easier. If you were like, this is what I accomplished. This is my only no. claim to fame. I don't know if basketball's Kareem's. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so either. No. And he's always in, been in like mind. that. Yeah. yeah. In his own mind. So mm-hmm. I, as far as I know, Kareem and LeBron don't have any sort of beef with each other. I don't even know if they have that much of a relationship, to be right. honest. And Kareem does not seem defined by having the point record. No. So in his shoes, yeah, I, I would have probably shown up. Now, how old is Kareem? I would have been like, can we start this game something? a little earlier? Because I got a bedtime. <laughs> yeah, he was struggling. <laughs> I need to go to sleep. I'm 30, and I'm like, I kind of want to go to sleep when this game before this game ends. So I would have been like, let's can we do this on the East let's Coast, LeBron? Yeah, let's, let's play a little earlier. Let's make this happen so I can go to bed. Uh, but I think I would have shown up. But there is a there is a scenario where I would not have shown up if I was Kareem. Been like, no, thank you. Not coming to They'd that. They'd have to really do something to make me mad to not do that and take that optic hit, though. That'd be a huge optic hit for him. If not he didn't to show go. up? Yeah. 
Yeah. You're like 77. I know, but it's just like you, for the good of the game, these guys, the, the next generation, they're supposed to be the uh, the ushers, the, the protectors of the legacy. You were once them. They will sometime be in your shoes. It's just part of the bit. You got to do it. You know what I think I would have done much differently is if I was LeBron's kids, I think I would have been way more excited. Yeah. They actually kind of seemed a little bored last night. And if I was his kids, I think I would have been much more excited. I don't know. It'd be weird to be. Yeah, the they kind of just came up and gave him a hug. Yeah. Like a high I mean, five or whatever. They showed, they cut to them a couple of times after LeBron scored and they just. We're, we're just watching. like staring. Yeah. We're just like, okay. The moment's so that. normalized, which is right. kind of crazy right. to think right. about. But you probably have to do that to survive, to be honest, like LeBron and all. And all to be family. his son? Yeah. And, and just being like, this is what dad does. It's just another game. Like, it's a compartmentalization exercise in a way. But you just kind of normalize, even though he's literally breaking one of those, quote unquote, unbreakable records. Right. But he's still your and dad. And he happen. still steals your yeah. your 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 cupcakes. It's always the first guy in line in the bathroom. Like, you know, he's still that person. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, ah, he did He that decided. Do the... you see the outfit he rolled into with? The black suit. LeBron? Oh, yeah. The suit? Oh, God. And the record was falling. He didn't, he made that decision. He talked about it at halftime. He's like eight per quarter or something like that. Yeah. I think it's really cool, his relationship with his kids. And it'd be really hard to be the son of anybody of that stature. Oh. But he talks about all the time the regrets he has about naming Bronny after him. He's like, I wish I would have right. given him his own name. Right. Wait, wait, wait. What's his other kid's name? Bryce. And then there's Zuri. The, the daughter? Yep. All right. I Zuri, knew, I knew Nova, you'd know that. James. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know the middle name, too. Oh, do of I? course. Yep. Of course. All right. Boy, that's weird. I know. I don't Ed get it. Ed has gone from uh, admiration for your crying on the spot <laughs> to concern I'm about. I'm very worried. I don't know. You're. I can't choose what sticks in my your brain. Memory. <laughs> I could not have told you. I never knew what LeBron's daughter's name was. Yeah. I, couldn't even, I only knew Bronny. I couldn't even remember his second son's name. Yeah, I knew Bronny. And so it's a good thing he named his first son after him, because otherwise Ed and I wouldn't know his name. Yep. Not sure he knew he had a second son. <laughs> Everything's so much about Bronny. Like I said, you just go to Wikipedia. It has all the people they're attached to, and it usually has their first and last names and middle names. Usually. How do you spell Zuri? Z-U-R-I. Oh, okay. Easier than I would have thought. Yeah, it's not thought too complicated. That gotten weird. You know what I'm going to do to you? Mm. Stress you out a little bit? Great. Because we got, what do we got, 20 seconds left in the show? Yes, uh, exactly. Ed, who said this quote? I was so inspired by the team dynamic displayed in the classic Mary-Kate and Ashley film Switching Goals, I wanted to play on a team, too. I really don't like you. It was Lindsay. Lindsay Brown? Yeah, Mary-Kate and Ashley altered her life. No. It's great.